Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Path. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast. Thank you for listening. I was thinking about topics today, and uh, something popped in my mind that I thought I'd like to talk about is starting equipment in different RPGs, um, especially for new players. Um, I end up running a lot of games, it seems like, for people that have never played role-playing games before. Um, my wife's friends or friends of mine that have never tried it before, you know, sometimes around a holiday or just on a day, we'll do like a one-shot. So it might be classic era D&D or Call of Cthulhu or um, whatever. So something I've noticed over the years is um, once it gets that time in the character creation process, like if I'm not using pre-gens, pre-gens are good for this situation, but if we're rolling characters, uh, once you get to that time in the process where it's time to go shopping, they're usually already so bewildered by the experience of just getting the character and looking at the numbers and not knowing what the hell anything is that that can really drag it down, cause some paralysis, um, and just confuse the hell out of them. You know, like, okay, uh, a bedroll, uh, what do I need here? You know, they don't, it just doesn't, you know, it's, it's easy to forget what it was like when you first start playing. Um, it's so long ago for so many of us. It's one of the great things about running games with, with your kids or, um, with new players, you kind of get that to see it kind of fresh through their eyes again. And, uh, it's, so it's easy to forget how confusing it was. I mean, God, we didn't play by 99% of the rules. We, <laughs> so anyway, the, the point is once they've kind of rolled their stats and chosen a race or chosen a profession or they're ready to go like that um it can be just a kind of a a speed bump so to speak at least in my experience so now you'd never want uh, someone that says hey i want to play a fighter with an axe you would never want to tell them hey no you get to use a sword you know that's not what i'm getting at here but i think it's good in D D games osr games to maybe come up with a little starting package for different players. And uh, the designers of D&D obviously agreed with that. Um, the third edition, they would offer a starting package with the classes, kind of make it easy, and uh, not have someone have to look through a long list. You know, if you play a barbarian, you'll have uh, this weapon, this weapon, this weapon. And uh, you might have a bedroll and some flint and steel and blah, 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 blah. And just go ahead and spell it out for you that way. In fourth edition, you had the uh, Adventurer's Kit, which is a great, I think, idea. 
because you just, instead of buying like 20 different things and having to track all the money or look at that or whatever, you just buy the adventurous kit and it's got all the basic things that most people buy to start off anyway. You know, your bedroll, water skin, backpack, rope, that kind of thing, right? And then 5e even takes it further. It's got the kits, you know, it's got like a kit for dungeon, dungeoneering and uh, kit for whatever, if you're a priest, acolyte, and forget all the titles of it, but um, also ties some of your starting gear into your background, which is an idea I like, which is not entirely unlike uh, something like zero-level characters in Dungeon Crawl Classics, where you might have an item. I think I started with like a chicken one time. Uh, you have an item based on your whatever your job was or whatever. So it's another idea that kind of ties going to tie into what I'm going to say about Call of Cthulhu. And if, if, uh, when I, when I've run five E don't run it a ton, but I did, uh, run a curse of Strahd game and I'll probably end up running it here and there in the future. Um, I had the characters come up with their own background, you know, they designed a background. They came up with a, you know, a couple skills they might have some little minor benefit and then you know if they have a specific item or two that fits their character idea rather than having to look through this huge long list if they want to think of a couple of little things that their character might have there you go so it's just an idea especially if you're running for a large group if you're not using pre-gens if you're rolling characters you might want to have a couple of little adventurer pack kind of deals set and ready to go rather than just get to where hey everybody go shopping and uh, it just kind of drags it out a little bit. Now, in some games, you can't get away with that as easy. I find that in a lot of science fiction, sci-fi games, that's the case. Um, because you're dealing with so many wildly varying amounts of money. Um, I'm thinking of Traveler in particular, where someone might have a lot more money than another person. Um, and a lot of the gear kind of depending on your stats may or may not be useful to you so you but in those kind of games too that it just works a little bit different to where you're going to have to spend some time on on the starting gear by and large uh, i think for most science fiction games because uh, the gear is so much um, it's such a huge part of how those games play the technology that's why it's sci-fi in a lot of cases so now, when you're dealing with a game that's set in like the modern period, like uh, Call of Cthulhu and the different ages, even if it's the 1800s, whatever, um, or some of these other games, pulp games, um, anything kind of dealing with the modern age, real world, maybe a little bit alt history, but real world, this can really drag during character creation because uh, in Call of Cthulhu, like say you're playing in the 1920s, I mean, when you talk about going shopping, it's not like just going to one little, uh, you know, shop in a and d game in some little town. You know, it, there's thousands, you know, everything in a Sears catalog or whatever could be uh, could be bought. So the list is massive. Um it 
Um, it's even just the list in the books can be completely overwhelming, much less the idea that you can have anything. So what I try to do in games like this is I don't even have them bother to shop. I will just kind of hand wave it and say, whatever makes sense for this profession, right? Or maybe a background, whatever, whatever makes sense for this profession to have, they're going to have. So if you're a private investigator, um, you're going to have a revolver. Um, If you want to have some tools, like to break in somewhere, if you want to have whatever, certain outfits, that kind of thing, you'll already have it. If you are a botanist, you know, you will have access to a lab. You will have some lab equipment, maybe some chemicals, um, that kind of thing. If you're a doctor, you're going to have medical access to medical equipment. You're going to have probably some kind of med bag, first aid kits, maybe some books on this, that, and the other. You see where I'm going with it. And then if a character wants to have a couple of things to, you know, flesh out their character that are just kind of unique to them, you know, just let them have it. Just forget about trying to go and say, okay, it was a dollar fifteen for this or whatever. You know, it's all about getting into the play. If they later want to buy something uh, or have a use for it, they can. If they later comes up where an item would be helpful and it makes sense for them to already have it on them, I'll just go ahead and risk rule that they have it on them because um, ultimately it's about, you know, playing and having fun, not doing too much bookkeeping. Um, Yeah, so if you're playing with new people and you're, or if you've done, you know, ran games for a lot for kids or whatever, and you're, you find yourself rolling characters, um, think about putting together a starting package for them. Just something easy. Say, hey, every adventurer's got the backpack with this. Um, if you're running Call of Cthulhu for the first time, and uh, or you're experienced running it, and you've got some players that don't already have the characters built, or... Um, you know, you're going to sit and do them. I really advise just kind of just saying, Hey, you know, you're a doctor, you've got doctor stuff <laughs> that might sound like a simplification until you've actually sat there and watched somebody look through all this crap for 40 minutes and tried to, you know, get every single item they thought was helpful or could possibly be used and do the math and all that. It really just puts a drag on it. So. I think that's all I wanted to talk about, really. Just something I thought about sharing the way I approach it. Uh, Be happy to know your thoughts. I appreciate uh, folks for listening to the podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.